0: Welcome to Talking Jets. My name's Ryan, and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am joined alongside my co-pilot, Matt O'Leary. Matt, how you
1: doing tonight? Um, I guess okay. I I don't know. Sunday really, it was awesome, and then it really sucked. Like, seeing you and seeing Green Bean, who I miss right now, wish Green Bean could join us. But uh, that part was fun. Tailgate was a blast with the jet lounge. Going into the hangar was a blast. Some of the first half was fun. And then it was really, really unwatchable after that. Yeah, we're missing
0: Green Bean tonight. Uh, gonna be flying just Matt and I. Uh, hopefully, we get Green Bean back for next week. We should. And actually, we got It coming on next week. I talked to Joe earlier today. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of fun. Uh, Aaron Daniels, thank you so much for becoming the newest member of the Jets Talk 24 7 family. Drop some uh, J E T S in the chat with some of those custom emojis that you got. Uh, and thank you very, very much. Uh, guys, those of you coming in, before we, uh, get too far into things, hit that like button. Always, always appreciated. And let's pay a few bills. Where's my, uh, oh, see, I forgot my little promo code thing. Oh, well. Uh, uh fellas, <laughs> fantasy football draft season is right around the corner. C.D. Lamb is good, but have you seen these beautiful balls? It's time to get your snake looking right for this snake draft with the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have created a championship lineup with their Performance Package 4.0. Join the six million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Get ready to, for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with
1: promo code Jets Talk.
0: With that other you way. I
1: was yeah. going to write out a, a, a sign to hold up, but I didn't write oh. fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i didn't realize that's what it was
0: oh, oh yeah i have my little uh, little thing and i f- i forgot to add it to the two-person panel It's okay my bad all good uh yeah we had a lot of fun we did uh you know we got to hang out with a few people saw a bunch of friends we saw richie we saw the mm-hmm. jet lounge guys we saw um jeremy buffalo jet uh and buffalo jet band yeah dude it was mm-hmm. it was a good time pat dunn in the chat i see him just uh dropping a super chat in there let me throw that up real quick, and then we'll get to Chris's. Bam. Pat says, tailgate in the hangar was awesome. Pleasure meeting you, Ryan. Pleasure meeting you too, Pat. Um, Yeah, no, it was a good time. It was super frustrating because, like, I feel like the Jets did everything, like, defensively. I shouldn't say everything because they could have stopped, you know, some long passes, but it felt like, Two hundred and forty yards from Lamar Jackson, seventeen yards rushing, like total, like he had two hundred forty all-purpose mm-hmm. yards with seventeen yards rushing, like that's a formula for the Jets to win, and it did not happen. Uh, So no, a little frustrating.
1: One hundred percent, and it gets to a point too, like with all the three and outs, turnovers, stalled drives, mistakes, special teams errors. The defense was on the field a lot, so they're going to get tired, and that's exactly exactly what happened. Um, you know the, the Bryce Hall touchdown, which I'm, I'm sure we'll get into, I don't really put that on him. I thought that was a perfect mm-hmm. throw and a beautiful catch. The one that really frustrates you is the long one over the veteran who really hasn't played a lot in two years at the position that pretty much everyone was like, hey, we're still really concerned about who's going to play next to Jordan Whitehead. And that's exactly what hurt this team in week one.
0: Yeah, Lamarcus Joyner. He had the long pass interference as well that led to points too. So yes. like it was it was like multiple. Like Joyner was probably the worst player for the Jets this past weekend. Uh Chris Mazer drops in and says, To be honest, am I pissed we lost? Yes. At the same time, if Zach was starting at quarterback, I see us doing 10 times better uh on the offensive side of the ball. Flacco looked like crap. I don't give a <laughs> I don't give a uh I don't effing care about his stat line bad. Yeah, no, stat line, look. 307 yards, a touchdown interception. That is fluff yardage. That offense did not go anywhere with the exception of Michael Carter and like Corey Davis. Corey Davis had a few nice, nice plays. Uh, could have had a really good one, wound up dropping a ball that was like on his back shoulder. But yeah, dude, this this offense was stagnant. It was it was really frustrating to see. And I I yeah. feel like you mentioned the Bryce Hall touchdown. Completely agree with you. Like that that touchdown was just such a beautifully thrown ball. Like, I don't know how you could expect Bryce Hall to have any better coverage than he did right there
1: no i think it's just i feel like that was so much more amplified because the last time we saw him was against the game in uh the atlanta falcons where he was like there's no defending it i like bryce hall but he was atrocious that week it was it was really Uh bad and i think that was fresh in our minds and you know he was the one who was in coverage on a long touchdown and you know fans are going to jump on that one but yeah really i mean we mentioned that the the one that really rubbed me the wrong way was joiner because one, he's a veteran, should know better. And two, like, this is just, we talked about all offseason long. Like, safety is still an issue for this team. And that, like, week one glaring, and that's part of the reason why they lost.
0: Jersey Jets says, offense needs some juice. Elevate Strebler. Uh <laughs> Look, I, as much as I want to see Strevler play, I don't think you you tender Mike White and then skip over him for Strevler. That feels like a little... It's Little silly. You think we see white at all? Walls backs out, or you think it's just Flacco? Just Flacco. Uh,
1: I from what Robert Salas said today, I think it's probably just going to be um, Flacco. I'm not opposed mm. to making the quarterback switch, but that seems pretty unlikely.
0: John Perez comes in and says Rodrigo Blankenship was cut. Should he be brought in? Uh, look, I want to figure out our kicking situation. It looks like the Jets are trying to make some moves with the punter situation. Braden Mann had like at least two stinkers of punts okay. that left us in some awful field position. The Jets wound up uh, signing Tai Long to the practice squad. Uh, but I'm not very optimistic <laughs> about this punter. Uh, no. He was the worst punter last year out of 35 qualified punters. He averaged 37.6 yards per punt. His uh, He had an average of 63% of his punts returned, and only 11% of his punts were fair caught. So this is like not the dude <laughs> you want to replace Man with. Um, like their thought is like, oh, we need to replace Braid Man. Let's go get the dude that's worse than him.
1: Yeah, if only they had a guy like Thomas Morstead.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> like, it could have made so much more sense just to bring him back. Ugh, dude, yeah. that 2020
1: draft just keeps looking worse and worse. It got off the rails quickly. I mean, there was some promise in 2020. Uh, Rookie Makai Becton looked pretty good. Bryce Hall, rookie, Mm -hmm. looked pretty good. Uh, Denzel Mims, rookie, looked pretty good. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, it's bad, bad right now. Nicholas says, just wanted to say, love you both. Nicholas. Thank
0: you. If you were here, I'd kiss you. Thank you. Uh, I saw something else in here. Kyle. Kyle says, only positive thing is hopefully the O-line can work out the kinks by the time Zach comes back. That's the hope. And I I saw a stat, I think it was Samini that tweeted it out, and it was something along the lines of, like, the, the blocking win rate, and they actually, like, didn't do that bad. Like, I thought Mitchell was, like, fine for, you know, first game action against starters, but it just felt like Flacco and his inability to move was more of a hamstring than the actual offensive line. I mean, they still need to gel together because if it didn't feel like there was many holes open in the running game anyway, like Michael Carter had to create things uh, more so than he was able to, like, just run through a hole. How would you feel about the offensive line?
1: Yeah, they definitely struggled. I thought George Fant really, really was bad. Um, And it's hard for me to blame him, though, because... I mean, think about it. In the last three weeks, he's moved from left tackle to right tackle and back to left tackle, so it's hard to really gel there. But um, I thought AVT was pretty good. I thought um, Max Mitchell was fine, and the rest was you know probably room for improvement. But um, I agree. I think it's more to do with Flacco, one, not being able to move, and two, it just felt like he was holding on to the ball forever. If you can't move, at least get it out quick
0: yeah absolutely and it 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 felt like i don't know if it was was it flacco holding on to it too long were we running like deeper routes that we couldn't like utilize like when i saw 15 i didn't realize he threw it 59 times and that doesn't account for the sacks he took either like that's you're you're telling me he dropped back to pass over 60 times
1: 62 times he dropped back to pass isn't that crazy nuts Nuts. that's what that's not a winning formula no, and then people say like I had someone uh, send me a message on Instagram, and there and it had to do with uh, did you see Peyton Manning his quote on Monday Night Football where he's like I don't oh, think, I like, didn't him
0: back I didn't hear it I saw people complaining okay. about it what what did he say
1: yeah uh, he's like having like dropping back Joe Flacco fifty nine times that's a real recipe for success or something like that and I heard <laughs> someone said like oh he's being such an asshole I'm like well is he wrong true. like is it yeah like. And then he said, oh, well, you're down 24-3. to 3. And I said, well, look at the first half numbers. Flacco's still in a one-score game. He had 24 passing attempts in the first quarter. That's still on pace for 48, which is way too high for someone. He should be topping out at like 30, maybe 35 at the most for a game. There's no reason he's throwing 40-plus times, let alone almost 60.
0: Yeah, no. and I didn't feel like they utilized the tight ends at all. Like, th- like, this did not seem like the offense I thought we were going to wind up seeing this year. Like, not in the slightest.
1: And why is Lawrence Cager getting, like, designed reps? He had uh, a hold back-to-back plays, holding penalty, and then falls down for an interception. I like Cager. Like, sure, you could be on the team as tight end four, but, like, how does he have the opportunity to be on the field to make another mistake after making that initial first mistake is my question.
0: Dude, as soon as he slipped, I looked over at you, and you just shook your head.
1: <laughs> you're like, you yeah. got to be kidding me. I was like, Dah!
0: why is he on the field? Like, there's no reason he should even be getting a pass to him right now when you're talking about Uzama, Conklin, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Braxton Barrios, Michael Carter, and Brees Hall. Like, eight dudes before he even touch Cager. J-Boy comes in and says... It was week 1 with that o-line that never even seen preseason together. It will get better. Jay, thank you for being optimistic. I so. Iowan Jets fan, we got to see him Sunday. He said man's punts were a real kick in the Shaymakers. Oh my god. <laughs> He's, so my daughter's name is Shay. So the Shaymakers oh, are getting kicked in the took nuts. Oh, give me a second. Oh, that's funny.
1: <laughs> I that forgot we
0: talked. Dude, I was a little <laughs> I had a, I had one I didn't I don't want to say one too many drinks, but I definitely <laughs> I forgot that he said that to me.
1: Oh, shout out to I forget who it was at the tailgate, but there was someone like right next to us and they mm-hmm. made both me and my girlfriend. One, they gave us both shots. Mm. And then after that, they made yes. like a mix. I forget. I'm sorry. I forget who the fireball was. shots. Yeah, the fireball shots. And then they made us mixed drinks with Grey Goose. I was like, oh, my God, this is like the VIP treatment.
0: <laughs> no, we met some really cool people. It was it was yeah. a lot of fun. It was really a good time. That was that was a lot of fun. Would do again. Yes. Uh, Ablab comes in, says, "Don't panic. Let's not show our trauma yet. Wait till Zach's second start at least. Please, let's move forward to next week. Hopefully, the O line gels, the offensive line gelling, and Joe Flacco being able to. I don't know, maybe go through his progressions or something. I don't, it just he leaves so much to be desired. And I didn't think I was going to feel that way. I thought I was going to feel confident, like this dude's seen defenses." Like, I don't have anything to worry about. Like, yeah. he's going to be, like, just fine. Didn't feel like That'd that. That would have been nice. I would have yeah. signed up for just fine. Just fine would have been fantastic. We would have won just fine, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I mean, maybe just, maybe we still blow just, the blow the top
1: off the Bateman touchdown, but. Yeah, maybe. But, like, look at what just fine got the Seahawks last night.
0: Free Geno Smith. <laughs> at one point, he was, like, 10 for 10 for 100 yards and a touchdown. I was like, come on. What the hell?
1: But that, like, that's another thing that frustrates me, too, when it's like people are like, oh, well, what do you expect against a team like the Baltimore Ravens? Well, like, I don't know, like the Falcons hung tough in their game against the Saints. The Seahawks mm-hmm. had an upset win. The Giants had an upset win. The freaking Houston Texans the Steelers. tied the Colts. The Steelers, like there were like eight upsets. Like you can't even keep the game close. It was 24-3 for the Bears over 49ers. Minutes. Dude, yeah. Frustrating. So, many.
0: so frustrating uh matthew says ryan matt Greenbean, next year join our tailgate for a game come sit over in our section my tickets uh tickets on <laughs> my tickets on me go jets p.s it was only week one thank you matthew maybe it's we will kind. see you sometime very kind very generous benji says one game in and you can already tell dable is a better head coach than Salad. it's an uh, energy we need a captain not a cheerleader
1: Oh, don't get boy. me wrong.
0: Like I was pounding the table for Dayball. Like I, yeah. and Kafka, I love the giants coaching staff. I really do. Like, mm-hmm. like, but don't get me wrong. I'm very happy with Salah. frustrated, but like, dude, we're on our third string. I shouldn't say third string left tackle, but in a sense, we kind of are like third starting formation of tackles in some capacity. And your backup quarterback, like there's a lot of shit going wrong with the jets right now. And, I'm sorry. Like, I think the Baltimore Ravens are a better team than the Titans and the giants just kind of got oh, lucky. Yeah. Like, like that's like Daniel Jones is awful. Saquon finally found his footing again, but man, I, I don't know. I like the jets yeah. team right now. I do like day though. I have no, no bad feelings towards him.
1: Yeah. I, I'll give the giants some love here for a second. I think Joe Shane and Brian Dable are two very qualified guys to turn a franchise around. And I was definitely impressed. But I'm, after one game, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's it. I know for a fact that table is better than salad. That seems a little bit crazy to me. Sorry, Benji.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, Landon. Landon says, did I see the Jets bringing in Blankenship? Uh, I don't know if that's actually a thing yet. I think people are just talking about it because he was cut. Yeah, uh, Hennessy. The Jets want to?
1: No, I'm saying like people want.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hennessy says, good to meet you guys Sunday. Nice meeting you too. Uh, thank God I was drunk most of the game. <laughs> Don't remember much. <laughs> Thoughts on Salah keeping receipts. Glad he's fired up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Robert Salah's receipt is going to look like one of those CVS receipts that like runs out the door after you buy like a bag of M&Ms. Like that's, <laughs> it's it's going to be massive. There's going to be so many people like talking smack on Salah and the Jets right now because uh, to be honest, they kind of deserve it right now. I mean, we yeah, should have like- been in that game like way more than we were.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of, he's really run me the wrong way this week with those comments. The keeping receipt comments was a little bizarre. Uh, The comments after the game where he's like, it's not a moral victory, but I'm proud of how we fought. And then the ones (laughs) where he's like, uh, well, when Joe Douglas got here, it was an expansion roster. Like I'm hearing a lot of excuses and Mm -hmm. like, yeah, people are going to clown the jets right now because they've been bad for so long. I just, can you focus on winning games and let like, me and the rest of, like, the, the Twitter heathens, like, dig up their receipts. Like, we, get, we can handle that for you. Let's just, how about worry about the product on the field a little bit, my guy.
0: 100%. John says, Ruckert and Huff should not be inactive. I'll be honest, I did not even realize they were. Uh, that's frustrating, though. Andrew Yale says, love the D. Two short fields, gave up touchdowns. Thoughts? I really like what we got out of the defense. I think the pass rush is legit. I think when you have a quarterback that's not someone as lethal as Lamar with his legs, I think you're going to see the Jets really cause some problems for a lot of teams. I think there was a little bit to the Jets saying, hey, let's try to contain Lamar and not let him run all over me. And they contained him. And the other thing I loved, I loved watching Sauce go against friggin' Mark Andrews. That tells me they have the confidence to put him on the other team's best weapon.
1: Yeah, I was surprised that they did that. A pleasant surprise, by the way. Like, I I, have, I didn't have an issue with that. I just didn't think that's what they would do. And he made a beautiful play on that pass deflection. Um, mm-hmm. That was a great play. He read it perfectly. He was right there the whole time. He got his hand, you know, up. He, it, there was no pass interference. Mm-hmm. It was textbook. Um, yeah, I, I was impressed for the most part with this defense. I just think that um, need a little bit. Uh, more consistency on the back end from guys like LaMarcus Joyner who should be better than what we saw. And uh, hopefully the offense looks like, I don't know, half of a functioning offense. That might be nice.
0: Yeah, I just want to see like top 15, top 20 play. Uh, mud yeah. Files, we got to see him on uh, on Sunday. He says, clean up the self-inflicted wounds on defense and have a complete 180 on offense. We should win against the Browns. Happy to see you again, Matt, and finally be able to yes. meet you as well, Ryan. Head up, Jet fans,
1: week two dub. I hope so. What do you think? You think yeah. we're winning next week? I think if you get a repeat performance of, from the defense, I think you have a really good shot. The defense played well. I was really impressed by them, but special teams <laughs> and offense, that was just so bad. If they take a step forward and look Average. I'm not saying, you know, phenomenal, but just like a functioning special teams unit and a functioning offense, you should have a chance to win. I just don't know if we see that based on what we saw this past week, because it was it was shocking. It was like genuinely shocking the effort that we saw from both those units.
0: Yeah, very disappointing. Uh, Leaving four points on the field with uh, Zerline, man, I just as soon as he missed it, I was like, oh, no, not again. I feel like I've seen this story before. Gabe drops in and says, I'll spin some positivity. The cornerback duo of Sauce and Reed looks legit. Garrett Wilson looks like a burner, and Jermaine Johnson got a sack. Yes, I do think the young guys look really good, the new additions. DJ Reed found out that his dad passed away like moments before the game. Dude comes up with an interception, like incredible strength to be able to continue and persevere through that. Sauce, I thought, looked really good, and I really like uh, what we got out of both... Jermaine Johnson and Garrett Wilson even though did Garrett Wilson only have
1: one catch no he had four catches for 52 yards he was just barely on the field I was gonna say I saw the
0: I, the one I remember was like a real shifty play to the right side of the formation and I don't I guess I can't remember any of the other catches he wound up having that's it that's the thing about being in the stadium you don't really get to see many replays <laughs> about a lot yeah. of stuff
1: yeah, I like watching from home better to be honest. Again, go to the stadium once a year for a game for more of the social experience, but if you really want to take in a game, I think doing it at home is the best way to do it.
0: Joe S says the problem waiting for Zach, the Jets could be 0 and 4. Yeah, but I look, if the Jets go 0 and 4 and then they come back you know to be 6 and what would that be 6 and 11? Is that right? Yeah, if they come back and be six and eleven, so that you're talking six, six and, and seven, is that right? Is that math correct? Yeah. Six and yep. seven with yep. Zach, then that would be okay. Like I would, I would be all right with that, considering this. Well, no, he would, he can't be zero oh four because they'd be coming back on the fourth week anyway. I, mean, yeah, I guess so he oh could lose three. that
1: first one. It would be zero oh three. Uh, well, or unless they hold him because it seemed like Sal said at earliest week four, which is. That whole thing was just, that was Ugh. so bizarre. Because last, think about it. Last week we were talking about on this show is like he mm-hmm. has an outside chance of playing. And then we were saying, worst case scenario, he he doesn't play week one. And then you see him week two. And then the next day, Sal is like, oh, yeah, he's not going to play. And also, maybe you'll see him week four. That's like, how to me- get to that point.
0: Dude, I think there's something more going on. I really do. I think there's, that felt to me like, hey, Zach told Salah, I'm feeling good. I'm gonna be ready for week one. And they're like, hey, we're gonna hold him out. We're gonna hold him out. And then right when they had to make the decision, it felt like maybe an agent or someone in Zach's camp was like, maybe don't rush back right away. Like maybe we should rest him. And it felt like Salah kind of was, almost had his, nose out of whack when he was given that press conference i don't know if that's just me but
1: that's sort of the way i read it you think douglas did it because he had um i mean he took him second overall and obviously he knows he probably knows his future is connected with him um Hmm. i saw that theory maybe it is an agent or something like that but i I really think that zach wants to play and be on the field
0: yeah i think so too uh Mumtaz drops in and says, completely false premise that Zach would have fared better. O-line was getting totally abused. If anything, Zach would have run and gotten hammered and gotten hurt again. Tomlinson and Fant were pathetic. I think there's a different issue with Zach when it comes to the offensive line. I think he creates a larger opportunity for the wide receivers to get open because he can make some plays happen with his legs. But I do think he winds up taking unnecessary sacks because he's trying to get those boom plays that you that you kind of see wow like the Titans play he rolls out to the side and it's a broken play and he throws it long like that's sort of the argument with Russell Wilson right like was his offensive line that bad or was he holding on to the ball too long? I don't know
1: yeah I I think like Joe and Joe and Zach are almost polar opposites in their shortcomings for Joe it's he stays statuesque too long in the pocket and for Zach he can bail out on a clean pocket too early. It's like they're mm-hmm. polar opposites in that regard. I will say yesterday or whenever it was on Sunday, I would have rathered Zach who could move a little bit in that spot. I think they would have had a better chance.
0: Yeah, I think uh I think that's absolutely right. Uh Jose says, Hey guys, you remember when man got injured and Pinheiro came in and punted and started punting bombs? Enough said is Pinheiro with Carolina now? Is that what I heard? I thought yep. someone commented on that in one of my streams.
1: Yes, he is. They claimed him. He's with Carolina.
0: Mother fudger.
1: That stinks. Um, yeah, it's like we we,
0: <laughs> we move on from Jason Myers, who was like damn near perfect for us. And then we move on from Pinheiro, who, look, I'll be honest. I'm fine with moving on from Pinheiro. I don't think his leg was anything like crazy special, but man... I don't want to judge Zerline too quickly because it was like a shit day, but like missing four points, like that sucks.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely not great. Um, I don't want to completely write him off yet. He did win the kicking job for a reason. Um, it's just a tough look. James comes in. James says great content
0: guys. No matter what Zach is, I want to see Woody show commitment to Joe Douglas. His last two drafts look great, Hope to see you at Bally Owen soon, Ryan. Maybe I'll see you there, James. Who knows? I was over there today. Uh, I'm not always at Bally, but I uh, I do like going over there. Uh yeah, look, do you think Joe Douglas at, or do you think Woody Johnson shows faith and commitment in Joe Douglas? Like, I feel like for me, Salah and Douglas are kind of tied at the hip. And I don't know if Zach is necessarily linked to them as like close together. Like if this team can win in spite of Zach and Joe Douglas's drafts look good, then I think there's the off chance they could bring in, like, competition to go against Zach. Um, And then maybe they kind of go from there. But I don't feel like – it doesn't feel like Douglas is on the hot seat. It doesn't really feel like Sal is on the hot seat, as much as fans are, like, a little fired up right now.
1: No, it definitely doesn't. Um, I think we have to see how this year plays out. Because in theory, yes, like, the team has gotten better since – He's been here like there's no denying that but like this is the year that we have to see a substantial change and I think why there was such a to an extent an overreaction and such a frustrating reaction to week one is because all off season long we were preaching like it, it, it's changing this is the year that is different and then it looked exactly the same like the last couple of Septembers um, so I think you just have to see how this year plays out before you can get a real answer on that you know yeah.
0: Uh, Mike says, thanks for the content. Makes my workday bearable. Ah, you're welcome. It's fun doing this stuff. Uh, Red John says, I'll give Flacco one more chance in nice weather. Uh, I th- Look, I think we're definitely getting two more games of Joe Flacco before Zach comes in at the least. I don't think we're going to see Mike White unless it's like, okay, Flacco really shits the bed against the Browns. Ha, shits the bed against the Browns. Uh, And then maybe they're like, we got to bring out the secret weapon that beat the Bengals last time. Pull
1: Mike White. Now. Yeah, you you know that's going to be a storyline going into week three. If Flacco does shit the bed next week, I kind of hope they
0: do put White in. Get the fans something uh, fun to watch, at least, uh, going back home. Right? I think so. Uh, 10 Diamonds says, I really think this game was two fumbles, shank punt, and a missed field goal away from a potential win. It sucks. I know it felt like a blowout, but at the same time, it felt like we were right there for me anyways. Yeah, the whole first half felt like it was close, and it was a pass interference by Joyner, a blown coverage by Joiner that led to a touchdown. Like, the, the long touchdown, that was the dagger. Every Like, up until that point, I felt like the Jets are in this. We just have to put together a drive. Michael Carter, Corey Davis, they're both playing well. Let's just try to get something put together. Let's score a touchdown. And then you see, like, the shank punt and then you see the missed field goal. And it's like, oh, man, we just, like, can't get out of our own way. And, you know, is that a coaching thing? Is it a like the elements thing? Is it a player thing? Or is it just some combo of all of that all together?
1: I think it's everything. I think it's everything you just listed off. Um, you know, I I... I think you can make the case that they were in it for the first half, but it it very quickly changed in the third. The game was over halfway through the third quarter. So I I don't to me, that's if you go into the fourth quarter and the game's already decided to me, that's that's blowout material. Um, So Mm -hmm. I know technically 24 nine looks a little bit better than what it was. And yes, they were in the game earlier, but. There was just so many mistakes, and the offense did so little that it's hard for me to take that moral victory stance that uh, Salah said he wasn't doing and then kind of backtracked.
0: Yeah, like what kind of moral victory did we get? I would love to know what Flacco's numbers were like leading up to the Bateman touchdown, because I feel like anything after the Bateman touchdown doesn't count like it should it should not count towards his yardage because it's fluff yardage it's almost like the Blake Bortles argument they were getting blown out so bad in Jacksonville for so many years and he was putting up a zillion yards and it's kind of like well they weren't trying they wanted you to like run the clock out and just kind of eat time so I don't know
1: it's like false yeah 100 percent. and it was 307 yards on 59 pass attempts it was like five and a half yards per attempt like that's not a good day No, not at all.
0: Kevin C says, can Salah pay my receipt? Lost 80 on a ticket Sunday. (laughs) It felt like we got 60%. That's what it felt like. Uh, Marcus Metcalf says, thoughts on Harbaugh knowing Flacco's tendencies? Uh, I mean, maybe a little bit. I don't don't know how much thought I'd really put into that. I think Flacco just kind of stunk.
1: Yeah, I... I think everyone knows. He's been in the league for 15 years. I think everyone knows his tendencies by now.
0: Yeah, I would say there's a, a little bit more tape on him than maybe some other people. Yeah. Uh, Chris says, Strevler greater than white. Look, if... Uh, I don't know. I, w- I would like to see him because he feels like a gamer, but he's the he's the guy that would like come in and win a game... And then all of a sudden it would be, we can't start Zach Wilson even though he's healthy. We got to start Strebler. Look what happened with Mike White last year. We win one fucking game with Mike White and we can't stop hearing about it. It's like, hey, look, I like me some Mike White, but no pass went over like five yards. I think seven yards might have been like his longest pass that day. It's just like, ah, I don't know. It's not the preseason. He's not playing against third string guys.
1: No, but the caveat or I guess what makes Streveler different than both White and Flacco is his ability to move. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, like, that I think is a reasonable case, which is why I think, like, there was a, a realistic opportunity in case to be made for him to be quarterback three because he was kind of similar to Zach in the sense that he can move the pocket and stuff like that. Where Flacco, who you knew they were going to keep, was the opposite. Um, I just really don't see them putting either Strevler or White in over Flacco.
0: Yeah, it feels kind of weird that like Flacco and White are the quarterbacks that are backing up Zach Wilson because neither one of them plays like Zach Wilson. Like, I feel like you'd want your offense to be similar to what your starter is, like for the rest of your team, but that doesn't seem to be the case. And Streveler does have the closest tendencies to Zach. Like, if Zach stays healthy, maybe Mike White gets cut and Strevler is the third quarterback at that point. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think, who knows at this point.
0: Albert Sue drops in, says uh, Salah talking trash about the Jets before he got there. If it was an expansion team, how did Adam Gase win seven games? Can Salah be worse than Gase? I don't think there's any way Salah could be worse than Gase because Gase alienated players. And I just don't think that, I think what Salah provides is the atmosphere for players to want to come here. Like, I think we have talent on this team it's just putting it all together. Like, I do think the defense is substantially improved, which is a, a you know, a nod towards Ulbrich, a nod towards uh, Douglas, and a nod towards Salah in that respect. Now, the offense has to get better, so that does fall on Salah, that does fall on Douglas, that does fall on the floor. Um, but part of that is, you know, new offensive line and shit weather and backup quarterback. So, like, they're, I think Jet fans need to pump the brakes. I feel like a lot of people are getting hot and bothered without, uh, you know, getting a win right off the
1: bat yeah i'm not ready to like say fold the season but i i, I think some of the frustrations justified um because it feels like a, it very much so feels like a carryover but yeah i'm by no means saying like oh i think this team's gonna w- win four games now or anything like that it's just uh it's annoying and i don't think to just piggyback off you adam mm-hmm. gase was so toxic nothing's gonna ever be worse than that um but i, I would like salad again to worry more about on the field stuff than keeping the receipts uh, I didn't really care for those comments this week
0: yeah I don't know it felt it feels like he's a lot of uh, catch phrases and 60% and all gas no break and like just punch someone in the mouth dude <laughs> come on I want to I see this team start uh, fighting a little harder uh, Salah lost his passion do you guys think it's from him not knowing what he's doing can't stand looking at this guy I don't think he lost his passion. I think it's definitely frustration from not having your starting quarterback. I think, you know, I I think the New York media probably beat you up more than you want to see happen. I don't don't know. Do you think Sal has lost any passion, Matt? Anything you've seen?
1: No. No. I think he was a little frustrated after the game, but I I don't think he lost his passion. I think that's a stretch. Uh, Chris
0: says Wilson, greater than Strevler, greater than Flacco equals white. This feels like a uh, PEMDAS type situation. So we're in parentheses, so we should say Flacco equals white, which is, I guess there's no multiplication sign, but you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Good stuff. I completely agree, Miser. I would uh, would put them in that same kind of uh, order in terms of my excitement to see them on the field as well. Uh, The Jets show how about max mitchell though i'll be honest i have to go back and watch how he played each snap because i was not focused on him as much as i was focused on like the weapons and flacco and just what was going on but overall first start fourth round rookie if he can continue to play and not be the weak link throughout this entire Mm -hmm. season i think that's a good sign
1: for our fourth round pick He was fine um he didn't stand out in a negative way i think fant and tomlinson looked worse um but i don't think we're out of the woods yet like i Mm -hmm. I don't see that game and be like oh okay like everything's fine like i want him to show it to me again this week Mm -hmm. uh, against a team that has a couple of really good edge rushers so um yeah really a big test for him this upcoming week but uh, have to be pretty excited about how he looked in week one
0: yeah Clowney and garrett this browns defense is no joke Um, would have been nice to sneak away a win against the Ravens going into uh, the Cleveland game. David comes in, says the coffee comment. It isn't the first season and look at Dayball. The other team's winning. He doesn't get, he doesn't get, it's not about wins. It's
1: about being competitive. He's talking about Salah, I guess. Yeah. He was like, uh, everyone like, is looking for instant coffee with results. Oh, right oh I see right. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was a quote. Which that was another one that kind of because it's not. Yeah, it's not asking for. I agree with the second half of this comment here. It's not asking mm-hmm. about instant results. It's saying like the teams we listed off before: Houston tying with the Colts, uh mm-hmm. the Saints being in it to the end, Detroit being in it to the end, Jacksonville coming back and being in it to the end. Like there were so many examples of teams who aren't supposed to be good this year that fought and some of them even pulled upset wins. The Bears, the Giants, the Seahawks. Um, so I think that aspect is what frustrates me the most from this week. But how many had a backup quarterback? Uh Gino? Well, I mean, There's Gino and Mariota, Gino, back- I would put it.
0: Maybe well, same he's not tier as Flacco.
1: Backup, but yeah, Gino, Mariota and Flacco are all kind of in that same tier, I would say. Yeah.
0: I would say same tier, but at least they like they knew what they were getting into. It's not like we started our offseason to build around not that they built around you know Geno Smith or anything like that, but I don't know. I would like to see this team be competitive. I completely agree with David here. I don't I, and we were saying that too. It's like it's not about wins. Like I don't necessarily like I do want to say like Hey, I don't want to see less than seven wins this year, but if we're competitive in like every game and we have a few less wins, like I'm okay with that. Like, I don't, I just want to be like in the hunt. I want to be in the discussion. I want to go to any game this year and be like, we might upset them. Like that might happen. And I didn't get that vibe from, uh, from week one. 10 Diamonds comes in, says, just felt like we beat ourselves rather than the Ravens beating us. We did virtually everything on defense we needed to contain Lamar Jackson, contain Andrews. (sighs) Yes. That's what I think gives me a little bit of hope, right? Like Like the defense was so bad last year that we lost games because of it. If our offense in a shitty weather game is the reason we lost with a backup quarterback and a backup tackle and shit special teams, like I'm kind of okay with that like I'm not grading this loss that hard because of those issues
1: yeah I mean I think it's it's really going to be for me it's going to be dependent on what they look like this week if it's a a rinse and repeat that's a major issue if they take a step Mm -hmm. forward and look you know competent or what we thought they were going to look like on offense and the defense looks similar then then I think you're in a good shape to win that game. And if you do that, then the fans are going to start to get excited again. And you know, for good reason, like, like we've been saying, we're just asking for competitive football. And if they show you that in week two, that's a, that's a big step. Joe S says, you can't say all gas, no break
0: and punt on fourth and one. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, uh, we're in their
1: own territory though. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I just, when I see fourth and one, and the way the offense, not our offense, but the way offense has been treated around the NFL for the last, like, 10 years, I feel like you should be able to get a yard. Like, I love teams that go for it on fourth and one, or, like, even fourth and two, or go for it on two-point conversion. Like, hey, I trust our guys to outmuscle your guys. But looking at the game on Sunday, I did not trust our guys to beat up on their defensive line.
1: Like, we were getting pushed around, and that's why they punted. Yeah. Exactly. And then it doesn't help that your punter shanks punts for 20 yards either. Yeah, that, that, that hurts a little bit.
0: Uh, Lamar, <laughs> less than 20 rush yards equals Jets D or Lamar showcasing arm. I loved the chant for a little bit that we had going in the stands up until the Bateman touchdown. Once Back Bateman hard. got that touchdown, then it was like, ah, okay. Well, anyway, we were chanting, you can't throw to Lamar because he was getting bounced off the field like, relatively frequently and aside from like the beautiful pass over Bryce Hall and the bomb to Bateman like those two were the ones that stood out to me and I'm not so sure the Bateman one was so much a great throw as much as it was just completely blown coverage Mm -hmm. um but I do think the Jets D prevented Lamar from rushing the way he wanted to rush because when you have a game that's as sloppy as it was you don't
1: really want to throw the ball I feel like you want to run the ball in that situation. Yeah, it was a very non Ravens like game. They didn't run the ball well at all. And they usually, that's their bread and butter. And, you know, in the second half, they start to throw a lot. You had the busted coverage, you had the beautiful throw over Bryce Hall. But it, it was very, the script was different than we were expecting. All week long, we were talking about you have to stop Mark Andrews and you have to stop Lamar from running and you're in good shape. And they did that but they still lost. It was more so about their own mistakes and their own issues and just, I don't know, being incompetent on offense and having a poor game plan, I think.
0: AbLab says, Salah upset us this week. (laughs) Upsetted. (laughs) Salah upset us this week, (laughs) but let's not get rid of our second year coach yet. He hasn't lost his passion or more importantly, hasn't lost his locker room. Yeah, I feel like the team is still playing hard for this guy. Like, even last year, when we were, like... I don't want to say getting blown out, but when we were late in the season, when we had a ton of injuries, like, these guys were fighting hard. It doesn't seem to me like the players think Sal is an issue.
1: Yeah, I don't think they do. um, And I don't think the team is going to necessarily quit on him i think the thing that's gonna rub fans the wrong way is if it's just continue of you know repetition of his same quotes and they go continue to go out there and look the same it's not you're not gonna get on the the right side of fans at this point unless you put some wins on the board unfortunately uh zach wilson's side piece says this isn't
0: on S- Salah. <laughs> First Beckton, then Wilson, then Beckton's replacement. The offense was sloppy. I think we could have, uh, we should have just fed the ball to our running backs and set up the play action. This is on the guys and offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah, look, I, f- I feel like our offensive line was just so. I can't tell if it was an offensive line issue or a Flacco issue or a both issue, but it didn't feel like the running game was really getting going. Like it was Michael Carter, like making dudes miss. Like Brees did not look good. He had one run that was like maybe 20 yards and then everything else was like, I think he had like five other rushes for three yards. <laughs> it was
1: like really yeah. not good. Yeah, Carter definitely looked better in week one. Um, they, they both had their mistakes. You had um, Hall fumbled. You had Carter with the drop on fourth down. But, you know, of the two, I definitely think uh, Carter was was stronger. And it was because he was making plays with his legs, not necessarily because the offensive lines were opening these you know, big gaping holes. You're right. Albert Sue says, "Matt, you write about Salah. Was the same with Rex? Uh,
0: Rex's last year or Rex last year? Not exactly. Uh, sure maybe stuff.
1: with Rex's comments last year.
0: That's got to be what I it don't is.
1: know what he means. That would be my guess."
0: Knobcraft says, "If Salah doesn't like instant coffee, I bet we could find him some tea bags." <laughs> 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 I enjoy. Um whenever I play a video game, if I'm playing Halo or if I'm playing like Call of Duty or something, I am like a 10-year-old and anytime I kill someone, it'll just be (laughs) a teabag, teabag, teabag over top of it, especially when I know like with Halo, you're like sitting there and you have to watch your body like laying on the ground. Like, come on now. You gotta, yeah. You have to. It's like part of it. Chris Miser, Mazer. Chris Mazer. Thank you. Jets did better with spread, then to tight end. Don't force personnel when it isn't working for that game. Last year, they did better with receivers, by the way. Play to play to your strengths. Don't force stuff. I know tight ends are great. Huh, tight ends are great. Um, but yes. <laughs> oh, I love God. this show. This is great. Uh, all right. <laughs> so yeah, they, they they work with the spread. You have, I think, I don't know. We have a lot of weapons. You have a lot of wide receivers. You have the tight ends. I just, I feel like the tight end is the quarterback's best friend, and when your quarterback's getting sacked a lot, you can manipulate, you know, have a tight end running out. You know, kind of shift the pocket. Don't let him stand in one spot, and I don't know if that's just like a Flacco's a statue and we can't do that,
1: but like, I don't know. Creativity. I, Yeah, I thought it was... Agreed that there wasn't a ton of creativity, which was annoying, but then also... Like why was, why was it Cager so much? Why wasn't it Conklin and Uzama? Yes. Which is I, I feel like that's what we were sold on all along. Yeah, the the whole Cager
0: thing blows my mind. Like I understand he could be a matchup nightmare, but that feels like a matchup nightmare for like the red zone. Maybe like you don't pay Uzama, yeah. you don't pay Conklin to like use Cager. I just didn't feel right. And that's no, got to you know. That, a- I mean, it's got to be on the floor. I would think.
1: I I think so too. And I like LaFleur, but I didn't think he had a particularly good game. Um, I think Cage is a guy who you bring in a couple, you know, a couple plays a game for some to give you something different. He's not a regular or at least shouldn't be. And it felt like he was used as a regular guy. You know, we talked about it earlier in the first half of the game. He had a penalty, a holding penalty. And then on the very next play was still in the game and fell down on his route and it led to an interception. Yeah, it went right
0: into Marcus Williams' hands. Like, like he didn't even stand a chance. Just no. pitch and catch. That's, that's exactly what it was. Marcus says, thoughts on Mike LaFleur? I mean, I like Mike LaFleur. I'm not going to, you know, shit on him because of everything I've said already. Like, the, the rainy weather, backup quarterback, offensive line still needs to gel. It took us a good four to six games last year to have our offensive line start playing like a competent offensive line. And I think we're, we should probably expect the same. It's probably going to take four or five games. And by the time Zach comes back, you know, maybe they don't play him in this dealer game because they want to see what happens with the offensive line. I don't know. I, I don't think as much as it's questionable on the floor, like, is LaFleur controlling the subs in and out from the booth? Like, is he calling, like, hey, Cager, you come in when you go out, or is he just calling the play? Like, I don't I don't know how that side
1: of it works really when he's in the booth. There's I would think there's gotta be some sort of communication down to the sideline of what packages he wants out on the field or what personnel he wants out on the field. Yeah, I don't understand why you would have cager
0: in so much. If that's the case, then you gotta give you got to give michael floor a little bit of shit but even then like shitty rainy game backup quarterback new offensive line i don't want to overthink it too much i don't know i don't know greg thank you for the super chat uh i don't see any comment in there so i'll just say thank you and uh and move on so i guess (sighs) What are you what are you expecting for the Browns game? Like, are we thinking we're going to have more of the same or do you think we'll be able to contain this two headed running attack? Because we didn't get to see. Um, J.K. Dobbins, we didn't get to see Gus Edwards, you know, do have we solved our running back or <laughs> I shouldn't say running back issue, but are stopping the run issue or is it too early to tell?
1: Too early to tell. I, I mean, I really hope that's the case. That'd make life so much easier for this team the rest of the way. But um, I, I don't want to, you kind of did it earlier. You don't want to take too much away from week one. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of looking at next week as a blank slate. Didn't the Jaguars win week one
0: the year they lost every other game and got Trevor Lawrence? I'm pretty sure they beat the Colts. Correct. <laughs> week you one. You are
1: correct, sir.
0: The season's not over, boys and girls. Stop the doom and gloom. Getting sick of this shit. (laughs) I want to be excited. Come on. RJ comes in and said, did Jeff Ulbrich coaching get better or was this a byproduct of better personnel? I remember he was in the doghouse all year last year. Him being in the doghouse last year had a lot to do with our edge rushers being out and just not having the horses in the stable, in my opinion. So I do think this is a byproduct of the talent for sure. Lawson. Johnson, um, you know, Clemens, Sauce, DJ Reed, Whitehead, like all these guys are absolutely helping this team. Like we were able to cover Mark Andrews because we drafted Sauce Gardner. We were able to get pressure on Lamar Jackson because we had Carl Lawson and Clemens and John Franklin Myers on the inside and Quinn and Williams rushing up the middle. Like this defense looked a lot better because of the complementary pieces. And I think that's allowing Jeff Ulbrich the ability to call The game he wants to call not have to kind of be pigeonholed into whatever limited personnel that he had what'd you feel about the defense
1: yeah they definitely were closer to a complete unit um this year as compared to last year and i think that made a big difference the defensive line rotation i thought worked wonders i thought they were really really good uh linebackers impressed i think the addition of Quan alexander helps there um Corners were really good. I mean, Bryce, not uh, Bryce Hall, excuse me. Um, I was th- I'm thinking too much of last year with Bryce Hall and Brandon Eccles. but replacing those two with DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner was a noticeable difference in week one. Um, I mean, again, this is, I'm not going to say, okay, he's not on the hot seat no more. Like that's it. It's over. He's fine. What great sign in, in the first game of the year. Albert Sue says, if Zach
0: is bad, are we looking at Lamar next year? Um, I don't want to have to think about that yet, but let's play the what if game. Why not? If Zach Wilson is bad, is he awful or is he still young? Is, do we see some upside? Like, what is it exactly? Because if Zach is on the, let's say about the same as the end of last year, like we didn't really see much of an improvement. He's just kind of like, eh. For me, I'm going out and I'm getting Jimmy G and I'm having the two of them compete. I don't think I'm trading whatever it's going to take to get Lamar um, next offseason. I don't know. Do you think Lamar hits the market and would you go after him? And what would Zach have to do
1: for you to want to do that? They would have to be like... He would have to be like bad, bad. bad. If he looks like see, this is going to sound weird because of where we were just a few years ago, but if Mm -hmm. similar to like Darnold year two, where he was like Mm -hmm. a little bit better, but you still really didn't know, then you're Mm -hmm. probably sticking it out and hoping that the year three is different. And you don't make a move like that because you're probably not as bad to where you're picking to get like a CJ Stroud or like someone like that, or Bryce young, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then at that point, it's like, do you give up the pick and get it? It's, it's interesting. It's not, I'm not so quick to just shoot it down and say no and i don't think i think if you're doing that you're uh either overrating zach and at the same time underrating lamar i I think lamar i don't think he's perfect like i don't have him as a top five quarterback but he is at worst the 12th best quarterback he's somewhere between 9 and 12 for me so that is still a very very damn good quarterback and he's still extremely young it's not like people make the comparison to cam and oh like Cam Newton, his career was over by 30. Well, I mean, Mars 25 and he didn't mm-hmm. take nearly as many hits as Cam Newton did. So I don't think the two are really comparable that way. So I think it's something you'd have to consider. Yeah. Lamar to
0: me is not Cam Newton. I think Josh Allen is more Cam Newton. Josh Allen is Cam Newton with a better arm. Yeah. Uh, for me, Lamar is closer to Michael Vick with the exception of like, Lamar doesn't really take big hits often. Like, I think he knows how to protect his body more. Um, If he became available, I I don't feel as confident as I did when, like, Watson became available. Like, for me, Watson is the quarterback you wanted prior to the allegations. Like, Lamar, for me, is incredibly talented. I just am concerned does that talent win you games in the playoffs like can he throw from the pocket and be the guy um i do think he's a top 10 quarterback i just think you have to build an offense around him and i don't know if if our offense is the one right now the way it's structured to be able to facilitate him doing well um but, yeah, I guess you'd have to consider it, maybe. If, if Zach really shits the bed, then I think there's a conversation, especially if Miami winds up getting in the conversation. And then you got to think, like, okay, does Lamar want to go play with Tyreek? And do we even have a say at that point? Because he may not want to sign an extension yeah. with
1: the Jets. No, that and that plays a factor in it, too. It's where he wants to go because it's all about the extension. And I don't know. I think at the end of the day, I think Baltimore gets it done, and it's not mm-hmm. something that really becomes a reality or something we have to think about. But... Um, I really hope it doesn't get to that point. I, I want Zach to come in and play well. Um, I'm kind of, I'm sick of the, the quarterback discussion. It's, it's been forever really. And uh, I just hope the answer is finally here. That's all.
0: Yeah. I want Zach to be the guy in the worst way. Uh, Chris says, Albert Sue, if Zach has a down year, I wouldn't be opposed to trading for Lamar. <sighs> Yeah, I think you're going to hear a lot of buzz around that. Like if if Zach has a down year and Lamar's headed towards the franchise tag, I would bet there's going to be a lot of videos that have to be made (laughs) from from the YouTube content sphere uh, of Lamar Jackson and why he should or should not be a New York Jet and how you're going to pay him and what you're going to do. He's got to be in the discussion, I guess. If Zach is bad, I wouldn't call like a – down year it really it, it, he's got to pass the eyeball test for me like i feel like i'll be able to watch this season and look at zach and say okay i see enough there like even if zach is yeah. i don't know let's call it 25 percent better than last year like he's still trending up for me and i'm just, like i don't i'm not one to give up on zach like i really i like the idea of drafting your quarterback and having him be the guy it's almost like you know, when you, yeah, well, let's say this. It's it's almost like you're playing a video game and you work really hard and you get that final thing that oh. you wanted to unlock or whatever. And then there's like that guy next door that just paid to get it unlocked. And you're like, well, really, dude? Like you didn't earn it. Like you just paid for it. Like that's just, that's just cheap. It's, it's like cheating. Yeah. It's hollow.
1: It is. No, it, it, it definitely is. And the preferred way is to draft your guy and have it work out with the amount of, because wh- then it would be, Back-to-back whiffs on top three picks, my thought would be, do you just change that approach? Like, are you scared off from taking another... Qu- I'm not necessarily saying that's the right mm-hmm. way to do do it and be scared off and never try again. But I'm just wondering if they would then pivot and be like, all right, we tried it with Darnold, we tried it with Zach. Mm-hmm. Do we try the veteran approach now? I
0: would. I, I I would do that. And I would think it would be Jimmy G would be the way I'd go. And I know that doesn't like get guys excited because he's not going to be that elite quarterback unless one really like hits the market. But I feel like for me, you could bring in someone like Jimmy G and have Zach Wilson compete against him and not be giving up on Zach Wilson. Like, I feel like there's a lot of I shouldn't say a lot of other veterans, but there's probably other directions that you could go. Like if you trade for a Russell Wilson, like Russell's the guy. If you trade for someone like, you know, Jordan Love, like that would be a really weird trade for me. Like it would have to be an established guy or someone that could push Zach Wilson. And I would, I would want to go the push Zach Wilson first route, unless there was, you know, that top five, top ten quarterback that hit the market. And I guess that maybe that just is Lamar. Like, is there any other quarterback that might not? Like, I feel
1: like Burrow and Herbert are both getting their deals. I was Kyler, but I feel like they with after that contract, they're just gonna they're going to ride that out. Like, I don't see that souring. Um, Kyler scares no. me too.
0: Like they're like, they're, like if you had yeah. to include a four hour study session, like that's not the dude I want to
1: pay dude. $200 million to. No, I totally agree with you there. Yeah. Really? I think Lamar's the only one that you can make that case. But again, I don't see him getting moved. I think he ends up sticking in Baltimore and something gets figured out.
0: Yeah. I feel like he just fits there so well. Like they've built an entire offense around him. I like John Harbaugh. I don't want to see him go anywhere especially cuz if there's any like truth to the him liking him in a in a dolphin uniform uh I might be beside myself if we wind up getting yeah. Josh Allen and Lamar in our division. Ugh. Yeah, that ain't that ain't right. That's not fun. Not fun at all. What else are you guys talking about in here? JW says you can see Dable yelling at his players, holding them accountable. Salad doesn't do that.
1: You also know. don't know These... what happens behind closed doors.
0: Yeah, that's just it. Now I will say this: Dable had a. Uh, he was at camp and he started playing one of. Um, uh, what's their receiver they took last year? What the hell's his name? Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. If you don't know, also is like a rapper and like puts that's out his own team. music. And during training camp, Dable had one of the songs on and, and Kadarius Tony was pumped on it. I was talking to one of my Giant fan friends, and he's just like, dude, Kadarius Tony will play that much harder for Dable. Like that is the type of like little thing you do that makes a guy really like his coach. And I think Salah is a player's coach. I I don't know. I, I really like the Giants coaching staff, but I'm not throwing Salah like out with the bathwater. Like that's just that's not mm. happening right now.
1: No, and I think it's okay to be frustrated and like, you don't have to love everything that Salah and JD does to say, I still believe in them going forward, but I think it's okay to, you know, criticize when it's necessary. Jalen M says Lamar Jackson
0: was not doing the same thing as Mike Vick in 2008. That's the difference between the two. When I look at Mike Vick, well, yeah, if you're talking about the whole dog thing, like that's That that's the issue. But when I look at Lamar Jackson, I do see Mike Vick, like the player. Like when I see Mike Vick play back when I was like playing with him in Madden, it's two thousand four, two thousand five, whatever that, whenever that was, when he was like really lighting it up. That speed is what I see with Lamar today. Like Lamar to me is the closest thing we have seen since Michael Vick was Michael Vick, and I think Lamar is a. Better quarterback than Vic was. Yes. I do think it's a different NFL too. Like I, I think you're the receivers aren't allowed to get as you know beat up as they were in Vic's initial time. Like Vic post, like Vic on the Eagles is like the Vic you'd want. And I think Lamar is the best version of
1: Michael Vic, if that makes sense. No, one hundred percent. Lamar is a better thrower than um and passer in general. Vic was just so electric and like. Mm-hmm. Lamar, i agree lamar is probably the closest but i don't even think that's a one-to-one comparison but i definitely agree mm-hmm. with you i think lamar is the better passer between the two marcus says
0: best case zach plays week three adjusted touchdown to interception uh so are you, is he asking what we think his touchdown to interception ratio will be at the end of the year based on starting yes. week three yeah.
1: So he's saying I mean, I, how I interpret it is if let's say he plays in week three, what mm-hmm. does his touchdown interceptions look like at that point? Okay. In one game or the season one game, I guess I would say season.
0: Okay. So season, I'm still hoping for two to one. Like if I can get 20 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, like that I'm feeling pretty good because there's going to be a few running touchdowns in there as well.
1: That's where I was at. I think he needs to be at, and this is assuming that he comes back in week three Yeah, somewhere right around 20. If he comes back week four, which is kind of what they said, the earliest, then, I
0: don't
1: know, like 18 to 20 touchdown passes and like 8 to 10 picks, something like that. Yeah, because what would it be? It would be 14 games
0: if he starts week four. Mm -hmm. So let's say one and a half touchdowns a game, that would put him at 21, right?
1: 25 times 14 is 21. Is yeah, that right? I can't believe I used my calculator to do that. But I, yes. had to think that. <laughs> I had to think that one real yeah. hard.
0: Yeah, look, yeah. if I can get to 20 touchdowns and only have 10 interceptions, I'm feeling pretty good. As long as they're not like garbage time touchdowns and it's like, oh, the Jets are getting blown up and then he scores a touchdown. Like, I want to see competitive football for sure.
1: Yeah, I just can't see a number like nine again at the end of the year. Yeah, oh, Yeah, no, that would be
0: bad. Um, Chris says I have full faith in Zach at the moment no doubting him I just want him to Ooh, sorry belch Uh, I just want to be realistic if Zach goes backwards I just I don't want to give up on the number two overall pick unless there's like you know a really I mean I guess having Lamar possibly shake free is like a a very special kind of circumstance, but like teams don't let good quarterbacks go. Like there usually has to be an issue. Like the player has to like want to throw a fit. And there's a reason why Baltimore has not paid Lamar. Like they seem concerned about something. And I don't know if it's his arm or if it's like whatever Lamar is asking for. I mean, if I'm Lamar, I'm asking for $230 million and $1. Like, like, there's like fully
1: guaranteed. Like,
0: he doesn't have 24 sexual allegations against him, and I know he's no, not the quarterback that Watson is.
1: No, but and I don't blame him for wanting that because Cleveland they were stupid, but they set the precedent on it, and he's gonna say, "I want an MVP. Mm-hmm. I, you know, got you to playoffs three times, and uh, like it's it's time." And I, I, I get it. And he wasn't as good last year as he was in years gone by, but this is. Again, a, a top 10, 12 quarterback in the league. I think you got to pay those guys.
0: Stifler's mom says, Lord, I hope Zach pans out. But if you had <laughs> to pick, if you had your pick of the litter out of this draft, which quarterback are you drafting for this team? Uh, I There's like, we would really, something would really have to go wrong for me to want to take a quarterback this year. Like, even if Zach has like a, a down year. Like I'm hoping we're still picking like
1: outside the top 10. I don't want to be inside the top 10 again. I, if Zach doesn't pan out, I don't see a way that they find themselves out of the top 10. I think that's a recipe for how you go 4 and 13 and pick 4th again. Now do you think they take a quarterback at that point? You think they pull the plug on Zach? If he has another single digit touchdown season, maybe. Yeah, that's what it would mm. take for me, I think. If he, if he, let's say he plays 14 games, nine touchdowns, 15 picks yeah, um, under 200 yards a game passing, I'm probably saying, okay, yeah, I got to take Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. It's one of those two guys. Um, I don't know. I haven't, usually it's later in the year before I really (laughs) dive into the college football stuff. I don't want to do that now. So I don't want to give like my answer and have that stuck on me forever now. Um, but one of those two guys are the top in this class in my opinion yeah i don't want to look at mock drafts
0: i saw a few people saying earlier they're like oh you know let's have uh let's do a mock draft 2023 and i was like nope 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 no, gotta no, at least no, get no. to october <laughs> like yeah, please no. i i'm not about doing mock drafts this early um and i really don't especially one where it has us getting a quarterback i'd be i'd be pretty upset yeah. uh Do you, oh, question though. Do you keep Salah? Do you keep Salah and Douglas and you just pull the plug on Zach and you say Zach's the the issue?
1: Depends on how the rest of the the things look. If the defense continues to play well, maybe you do. I don't know. I really (laughs) hope it doesn't come to that. I don't want want to talk about (laughs) that going forward, man. Come on. Stifler's mom is just
0: putting us in a corner. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Daniels says any worry about multiple player quotes about how the o was lack lackadaisical, and salah always says uh, salah always saying he doesn't need to motivate players um he shouldn't have to motivate players like these dudes are getting paid a lot of money they should be motivated um i don't know does belichick motivate his players
1: not really i don't know i don't think so
0: yeah, I, I, I don't know if motivation's the the rationale when you get to this level.
1: I mean, See, you could have someone so like m- Gase
0: that like deflates a room, but I don't feel like Sal is like
1: that. No, I definitely don't. And we're, there's been too many examples of different kinds of coaches' personalities that have been successful. So I don't think there's one recipe for success. I think it's dependent on each individual and also the circumstances of, of the team, like Belichick, as you said, he's, he's a no nonsense guy. And obviously it's, it's worked for him, but you have got like Pete Carroll's a player coach and he he won a Super Bowl and went to another one. Um, Andy Reid, I'd lean more towards uh, a player coach. Um, Mike Vrabel's turned into himself a really nice coach. He's a no nonsense kind of guy. He's pretty intense. So um, I think it really varies on each situation. Jacob McIntosh says, we got a new punter, Ty Long.
0: Uh, Yeah, he's on the practice squad, and he was the worst punter out of 35 qualified punters. His net average was 37.6 yards. 63% of his punts were returned, and only 11% were uh, fair caught. So uh, forgive me if I'm not over the moon (laughs) about Ty
1: Long. Uh, Oh, well. Ryan, did you see uh, the Browns' new logo on the 50-yard line? No. What is it? Please uh, be the poop emoji. No, no,
0: Oh, I love the old Brown. Yeah. Uh, that was a story is that? going is, around it, on Twitter. Is that what, like, a Brown is? Like, what? Like, he's like an elf. I always know, like, yeah, that brown was, like, and the, the retro logo in Madden.
1: Yeah, that's their retro Brownie the Elf. I don't know when he was there a long time ago, but that's what is going to be on the 50-yard line. I never understood why the Browns have orange helmets. Like, it it just doesn't yeah, make
0: sense.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Right? Like it, it
0: feels like the Browns should be brown. I mean, they are kind of brown, but not orange. Like, orange is a very, like, that's orange. <laughs> it's, I don't know.
1: I need a bot. <laughs> Ready for this? Yeah, fire away. Uh, The logo's inspiration dates back to folklore. Brownies were elf like creatures that helped with household chores, provided you left them goodies to eat. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, that's what I want my team to be. That's Uh, that's great. That's weird. What is he, a house elf? This is Harry Potter. Give him a sock and he goes free. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. That doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, no. Although I guess Jets is kind of a weird one, too. But at least we we're near, like, an airport. Like, there's some justification for that. Yeah. What else are these guys talking about in here? Strickland says, Why don't the Jets have an actual logo of a plane? How hard is that? Yeah, that that kind of is weird. Like, why don't we have, like, an F-16 on, like, the side of our helmet or something along those lines like why why is it just like a football with the word jets in it
1: i don't know i don't know someone's gotta we gotta get someone artistically inclined to make up some mock-ups for us yeah we had the one jet logo what was that the 70s is that
0: what it was with like the what looked like a boeing
1: oh oh yeah 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 hang on i'm gonna see if i can find it
0: Yeah, that's not a very, like, uh,
1: aggressive-looking jet. Like, I want one that, like, looks like we're going to blow something up. No, yeah, the one that with, like, the the green jet and it says white jet. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But that's not even that nice. I feel like I I could make that on clip art now.
0: Yeah, yeah, that felt... The first time I saw that, like, growing up, I was like, well, who drew that? (laughs) That can't be a logo. That's ridiculous.
1: They get, some third grader did it in I don't know on Long Island yeah, right. and that, that was it That was a logo see Mikey Mouse is right he says we need
0: a new stealth fighter jet we got stealth uh is it stealth black yeah yeah stealth, stealth bomber I don't know I feel like there's I feel like at least the jet swoosh like you had at least argue that's the tail of a jet is that what that was or yeah. was it a wing like what like I assume that's what that
1: was yeah I would say Am I pointing to it? I'm sorry. The, yeah. The ref- yeah, that looks, I would say wing.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nick H., he's got a cool little uh, Jet logo right there. That's kind of neat. Uh, Just
1: bring back the 80s logo, for Christ's sake. It looks yeah. so cool. Or make it, like, modernize it, you know? Like, take mm-hmm. inst- an 80s-inspired logo, but modernize it, I think, would be good. Yeah, I think that's what you'd have to do. I really like a lot of the white helmets
0: with like that shiny green, like swoosh mm-hmm. jet logo. Like that just looks so hot.
1: No, I I, I agree. They really missed the boat on uh, on that redesign. I think. John Washington
0: says, "Let's just put a cruise missile." That was technically a jet. Maybe. <laughs> the rush says. It's literally behind you, Matt. LOL. No, not Oof. that one.
1: The uh, yeah. The swoosh. Yeah, the swoosh one, yes. I I didn't know if he was talking about the one that I had to Google.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was a different
1: one we were talking about. Ah, uh, I see, I
0: see. Um, let's see. Soreless says, Did you guys see Connor's rant from the other day? It was perfect i did not did you see uh hughes's rant
1: yeah i it, it was and that kind of inspired uh the video that i did talking about my reaction to his his press conference and you know we don't always get along with connor hughes's uh opinions but and that was an area where i i agreed with him i it was a little frustrating to hear them talk about how he's proud of how they fought and other guys talk about, well, you know, we averaged X amount of yards per carry, or we held them in the first half. Like that's fine. And well, maybe like last year, but again, this is a time where you're supposed to be more competitive. Now it's, I don't know. It it felt a little weird to me. I didn't like the post game comments. Guys, if you're just hopping in, make sure you hit that like button. We got
0: like uh, 550 people in here, give or take. We only have 170 likes. Come on. Yeah,
1: get those love. likes up.
0: You guys are a bunch of jerks. Haters. <laughs> Seriously, are <You're> haters. <laughs> That's what it is. If you want to see the Jets do well, make sure you hit that like button. If you're happy about how the Jets played, don't hit that like button.
1: But you could hit the like button. Woody Johnson told me the Jets won't win a game until you hit the like button on this video. Oh you call to say that. Yeah.
0: There's gonna be some like some guys in the chat that are just like, I'll hold off. <laughs> like you jerks. <laughs> you <laughs> jerks. Uh, let's see. What else are these guys talking about in here? Illegally beast mode it says, should I get a sauce jersey or a reed jersey? Uh, look, Sauce is going to be here five years. I would go with the Sauce jersey. I like Reed. Agreed. I have nothing against Reed. But what if Reed on like? A three-year deal?
1: Yes. Yes. I think it was three. That means he's here too and then possibly out. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, <laughs> Jalen says, make sure you keep those receipts uh, about everyone not hitting the like button when you get to 100000 <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're going to make a note. Yeah, I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice. Uh, Christopher says, all West Coast offenses did not have a good game. San Francisco, Green Bay, and us, could e- uh, you could even throw in the Rams in there. This philosophy always takes time for the offensive line to gel. That's an interesting thought process, right? Like Those are the teams we are modeled after. Obviously, Shanahan mm-hmm. and our coaching staff our coaching staff coming from the Shanahan tree, Green Bay, you have Matt LaFleur coaching, our offensive coordinator's brother, Uh, and then you have the Rams, who uh, obviously McVay coached with Shanahan in Washington, and they're very, very similar uh offenses, and they all took time to gel, and it felt like all the, at least the offensive lines from like, see, I really only watched the Rams game. I didn't watch San Francisco. I didn't watch Green Bay. Dude, Friggin. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers got me three points in fantasy and I was I know I was soured. I have him in two leagues. Yeah, I was really upset. I lost by 10 points. I was like, really? Like Aaron Rodgers should be good for a minimum of 15 points. Minimum. I'd hope. I hope so. I could have started Kirk Cousins. I had Kirk sitting on the bench and I was like, (laughs) ow. Like, what the hell?
1: Frustrating. The while this is a very interesting perspective that I haven't thought of. Mm Mm-hmm my initial thought and concern with uh the philosophy san francisco green bay and los angeles are all they like they have a little bit more established i guess like i don't know i feel like Mm -hmm. they get more of the benefit of the doubt and well-deserved because they've proven that they've done it at a high level where the jets haven't yet not saying that they can't Mm -hmm. but they get the benefit of the doubt from me because we've seen it from those teams more consistently than the Met, uh, the Jets of the Mets yeah the one thing
0: I the one thing I'll hang my hat on with LaFleur is that you know Zach has had his struggles but I felt like he was progressing towards the end of the year. we saw him do well with Flacco aside from yesterday we saw him do well with white we saw him do well with Johnson we saw him do well with Pickett in the senior Bowl so like the offense feels like it's gonna be fine. It's just like, can the quarterback figure it out? And Flacco was not it. Yeah. It
1: didn't seem that way. Mm.
0: John Liv says, We won games in 2009 and 2010 with a good running attack. Even Mark Sanchez as quarterback, we did fine. We can emulate the defense of old. No problem. I do think our defense is going to be far more... um, I don't know if lethal is the right word, but I, I think it's going to be a really good defense this year if the offense can score any points because you're you're talking about a, a defense that if the other team's offense has to throw, we have the p- pass rushers to get after him. We have yeah. the corners in Reed and Sauce and Whitehead to take advantage of an errant throw caused by the pass rush. Like that's This team is built on playing with a lead, which is weird because the Jets just haven't really scored a whole lot of points the last few years. But you can see that's where they're trying to get to.
1: No, it definitely is where they're trying to get to. Um, the one thing that I will say about this, comment, and I don't know if this is exactly where he's going, but 2009 and 2010 NFL is very different from today's league. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can really replicate what they did, you know, like, what was that now? Almost 14 years ago, 15 years ago. That's crazy that that's that long. Yeah, Yeah, it's been a while.
0: Long, long time. I mean, you think 2009, I think 2010 was the first year of the rookie salary cap.
1: I think it was. That was Cam Newton's first year, I think. No, 11. 11. Because it was going into 2011, yes. So who was, was it Bradford after Sanchez? Is that who came out? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess the league has changed quite a bit since that time. Yeah, it's it's crazy to think. I mean, it's really that doesn't 2010 doesn't feel that long ago, but it's mm-hmm. I don't know, that it's not that's not the NFL anymore. It's 12 years ago, dude. That's a that's a long time, 12. I mean,
0: it I feel like when I'm thinking back to like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and like Drew Brees like in their heyday, like you're talking like middle 2000s, late 2000s. It just it feels like such a different game. Like you you're not able to manhandle the receivers. Like Belichick made sure of that. And that was like after I think it was after two thousand six. It was after one of the years like I feel like it was the or no, it was was it Peyton that was causing that problem. Someone was upset about the receivers getting hit. I think it was Peyton against the Patriots corners with like Ty Law and like Rodney yeah. Harrison and all those guys. I think that's what wound up happening.
1: Yeah, and that, I feel like well, if you remember in 2006 in the playoffs in, the mm. uh, I believe it was the AFC championship game. So the, uh, the Colts end up going on to win the super bowl, but they were down big in the first half of that game and they came back to win. But Peyton mm-hmm. always struggled against new England in the playoffs before that. And you know, the regular season, the Colts were better some years And like, I think it was 2003 and maybe no, not 2004, but definitely earlier in the two thousands, they met in the playoffs and he lost. Um, Mm. And it was because the ferocious defense and Ty law and they did that to um, this is going way back now. But one of the first Super Bowls that I remember, the the one against the Rams in 2001, that Mm -hmm. defense was so physical against the, you know, Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt and all those guys. And that's Mm -hmm. why they won that game. And you can't play that way now. There'd be flags all over the field yeah i do miss that like as much as i like watching offense
0: and everything like that like there is a little bit of that like oh the wings got clipped (laughs) you know the defense can't quite do that's why i felt like revis is the best cornerback of all time like as much as you know dion could be like the best defensive back of all time i feel like you can look at revis and say hey he played in a time when the rules were stacked against him And he went against the best of the best all the time. And he kept them all under, like, I think, what was that stat? Like 30 yards. There was like a list of like 10 dudes that he like held to like such a small number.
1: Yeah. That one season, the graphic that you always see, it was Mm -hmm. under 35 yards. It was like Randy Moss, um, Chad Johnson and Andre Andre Johnson. T.O. Yeah. Um, Steve. Smith I think it was Holt on there. Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, Steve Smith was definitely on there. Um, probably Roddy Andre White Johnson. Too. Yeah, I think Andre, Andre Johnson. Johnson was on there. Um, ironically, the one who gave him the most problems wasn't it Ted Ginn, Stevie- the Dolphins. Him and Stevie
0: Johnson. Stevie Johnson. was, yeah, that was the same way later, in Buffalo. Right? Yeah, they yeah. dude. He the it was the quick receivers like. Like Reeves was always able to man up against the physical receivers, against the long striders, but when you got those quick feet, like I think he would have a tough time in today's NFL with like someone like S- Stephen Diggs or uh Tyreek or something like that. Like I think it would be a lot more challenging than maybe some of the other guys that he faced at that point in time.
1: Yeah, that that's that's true. That's true. It was really a perfect like he, I feel like he was in at the right time because that was kind of the tail end of that era of the NFL, mm-hmm. and I don't know if we'll see a better corner than that.
0: uh pro pro a flare, pro a flare, pro a flare. What the hell am I trying to say, Matt? What does this word say? <laughs> pro. Prolific flair. Prolific prol- I'm a friggin' moron. Jesus. <laughs> um, sorry. The D played well. Worried about safety. Bateman wasn't supposed to split Joiner and Whitehead. Flacco is a statue and his reads are slow. We're not far, though. That, like, that's what gets me. Like, I feel like if Flacco has a halfway decent game, which is weird to say, like, 307 yards is not a halfway decent game, but it just was not... Um, If he has a halfway decent game, we win this past Sunday. Whitehead and Flacco, or Whitehead and and Joyner, I don't know what happened with that Bateman touchdown, but you cannot have a dude running that far down the field, that wide open. Like, someone's got to say, hey, don't let this dude get past. And
1: no one did. Yeah. No, that was, um, and that was Joyner's fault. Um, It was, I I don't know. That was frustrating to see because he's a veteran who should know better yeah 100 it's one of those things that it's like okay well he's
0: been in the league for so long he's what 31 or 32 he's coming off the achilles hasn't played safety in three years like he was a nickel corner for two years in vegas or oakland or wherever they were at the time hurts the achilles last year and look i wanted him back but uh you know
1: i could be wrong (laughs) That's what it is. Bringing him back was fine. I just think they needed to either draft somebody or bring someone else in, where it's not like okay, you're relying 100 on the Lamar- Lamarcus Joiner who hasn't played in two years. Based on what you've seen out of
0: Joiner in one game, would you start Davis? Oh, you're asking the wrong guy. That's Jets right? Forever. Jets forever. How you feel? <laughs> would you start Ashton you know, Davis? Honestly, if I'm gonna if I'm looking at Ashton Davis and I'm looking at Joiner and I see how Joyner played, I'd rather bank on the upside of Davis and lose because of Davis than lose because of a washed-up Joiner.
1: Okay, I could get that logic. You, one, you know Who'd be nice to play right now though? Who? Parks? Jason Pinnock? Ooh. Or will Parks too? Yeah. One of the one of right? those two that would have been nice. Yeah. Let one of the young guns go. Why not? yo so I, <laughs> I just thought of
0: this i uh there was a moment when we were at the tailgate you we, we just got there this dude comes up to me i think his name was eric big dude real big guy i have i have his number in my phone i have to look at it. something D'Angelis comes up to me big dude shakes my hand he goes dude i gotta take a picture with you my wife doesn't believe you're real i was like oh okay yeah that's fine and he's just like hold on we'll wait until like you know, you get acclimated and then come over and meet my wife. I was like, all right, cool. He goes, yeah, she doesn't believe you're real because I listen to you guys in the shower. Cowboy hat guy. <laughs> Cowboy hat guy. <laughs> I was just like, oh, man. I was, so his, his wife starts coming over. I was just like, hey, your husband and I shower together.
1: <laughs> and, he,
0: and she starts laughing and she's just like, well, technically the three of us shower together. And I was like, oh, I was like, nice to nice. meet you. I'm Ryan. I was like, oh, this is a very odd conversation if you haven't, but that was one of the more (laughs) memorable ones
1: that I've had pop up in the last few years. That was a good, he was great. I am so, I'm so mad at myself because I did something very, very stupid on Sunday. Yeah. It's, I'm furious. So I was doing the, um, the man on the street interviews, right? Yep. Uh, and there was so much going on that I w- I wasn't really checking on the camera each time after mm-hmm. stopping them. Mm-hmm. And there was an, there's an audio issue on every single video file where it's just a, like a hum. Oh, yeah. There's no audio for any file. It's my oh, own fault. No. I should have been checking. Um, but you're talking to people. You get a few drinks. I just started mm-hmm. going, oh, yeah, well, let's record another one. And I got back <laughs> to the hotel. And I went through like, I don't know. 25 video files and none of them had any audio that's the
0: worst
1: wanted to unalive myself after that it was terrible oh
0: dude i've had something similar happen that's bad because that's like that's with other people like i've had it where so i've got this little slider where i can and now you can hear me and like i have it going right over here on the side and i've shot a video where i'm just like talking i'm like rambling i'm going all off And then I like go over (laughs) and it's just a flat line of like no audio. I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. And now I got to try and like make the whole video. And sometimes I just get frustrated. I'm just like, fuck it. I don't need to do
1: it. I'm not making a video now. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's not as bad. I've done stupid stuff like that. I'm at home in my own setup. Like, I feel like that's just, yeah, it's going to happen. You record literally thousands of thousands of videos. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to happen. Um, that one was that was really annoying so yeah hand up that was, that's all on me so lost out on some content but really did enjoy uh talking with everyone at the tailgate that was that was a blast by far the highlight of the day
0: oh yeah that that's what happened with week 1 last year too <laughs> although this game was more yes. interesting early on than last year's well i shouldn't say we had the fumble that was really interesting and then it got really uninteresting really fast this one was like okay we're in it like halftime like we're in it
1: I don't know. It was a cool tailgate jet lounge guys did a good job. They did. I was really blown away by it. I would totally do something again with them do uh, or you know, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just don't like going to the stadium more than like once a year. It's a, it's a pain in the ass, man. It really is. Dude. It's, it's tough. Cause there's, especially when I like,
0: I've been getting phone calls like, Hey, you want to buy season tickets? I'm like, ah, dude, like you start selling no. tickets for games later in the season. <laughs> that are cheaper than beer, like, dude, a beer costs more than the fucking ticket. Like, no, I'm not I'm not buying season tickets. Get the fuck out of here.
1: No, there's not enough money in the world to get me to buy season tickets. I, I just maybe if they were close, like if they were closer or I lived closer, I'd feel differently or maybe if the team was better, I'd feel differently. But I I feel like I miss so much other football when I'm at a game. Like, I love being able to like you watch the one o'clock, you watch mm-hmm. the Jack game at one. do your video, whatever. And then like, I'm locked into the, I'm on red zone the rest of the night. And then Sunday Mm -hmm. night football, like I like that too much to, I don't know. And and, like, I'm not as locked into fantasy or like my bets. Like, I don't know. It's just not the same. No, it's, it's totally different.
0: And it, it, and it's cool. Like I, we used to have season tickets for a long time and it was always fun going to the games, but I didn't have as much of a vested interest in, like you said, the fantasy side of things or red zone. Wasn't even a thing when we had fantasy, when we had season tickets. Mm -hmm. So now, you could literally, like, if the Jets aren't playing, I love when the Jets were in London, and it was a 9.30 game, and it was over by, like, before 1 o'clock, and I sat my ass on the couch, and I watched Red Zone for seven and a half hours straight. I just ate food. I used my own bathroom. I drank my own beer. I watched my fantasy teams, and I got to
1: see every game. I got to see every score. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, there is there's nothing better, like, that's literally, that's heaven. If that's what heaven, the afterlife is, I would hope it's a Sunday a red zone where the Jets are on the bye or they play in London and it's just games for seven hours a day straight. I that's do it. like the Jets radio
0: call. Like I could listen to the Jets radio call and watch the game. If they, if you could sync those two up, that's, that's that's the, the way to do
1: it. They're great, but it's so hard to follow a football game on the radio if there's no visual to go along with it yeah we used to watch it we used to listen to it a lot
0: like leaving games and it wasn't so much the jet game because the jet game would be over i mean not all the time there were sometimes we left at halftime but like you could you you start like visualizing things but you can't see what the defense looks like like they're not describing what the defense is they're saying okay you know you got two wide receivers out wide uh crowder in the slot well barrios in the slot like whatever i don't know it's interesting yeah
1: Dave. I I really like uh, Bob Weschusen. I think he's a really good play-by-play guy. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, for me, and same with hockey, is extremely challenging for me to follow on radio. Yes. I feel like baseball is the easiest because it's more of a slower-paced mm-hmm. game, but yeah. stuff where it's happening all the time on the radio, I feel like it's very hard to follow along. I had Bob Weschusen play at my golf course. Oh, no way.
0: Yeah, I gave him a Jets koozie. <laughs> I bought him a beer and gave him a Jets koozie. <laughs> While he was, you know, playing out there. I was like, oh, it's like this guy's cool. You can come back. Yeah. I like you. Please like your it. voice. What else is going on in the chat? Man, we got like, we only got 23 minutes left. Steven
1: agrees. Steven says, with shoes in, is real good. Ooh, the Jets signed somebody. Jimmy Moreland. Who is Jimmy Moreland? I have no idea. Let's figure it out right now.
0: Let's see, Jimmy Moorland, corner. Yup. Uh, cornerback, played college football. James Madison was drafted by the Redskins in the seventh round of the 2019 uh, draft. Let's look at some of his stats. 2020, he started five games, had one interception. He had 44 tackles. He had 42 tackles in 2019. Last year, yeah, last year he only had two assists. Didn't start in any
1: games for Houston. That's where he. This guy. I I, obviously it doesn't look like he's played a ton, but Mm -hmm. tackling does not look like a strong suit for him. He missed 20 percent of his tackles in 2020 and 17 in 2019. Woof. (laughs) What are we doing? I don't feel like we're getting
0: better with these signings. Ty Long sucks at punter and Jimmy Moreland can't tackle.
1: Yeah. uh, Cornerback depth, maybe, I guess.
0: Maybe he's a special teams guy. I don't know. Yeah. Can you see how many special team snaps he took? Is that? Um,
1: There's got to be. I'm on team report defense. What about special teams? Let me see. Let me go. Oh, yeah. It looks like he's played special. Oh, not good. But (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> not well but he has played special teams yeah he's yeah, he's a body he's got a pulse right sometimes that's all you need
0: I don't know Jets already getting rid of Hall after one play nah Hall's not well yeah could nah. you imagine if they traded Hall can't no. can't get rid of him though not for this guy could you imagine if we lose Sauce or Reed We'd, we're gonna be loving Hall if we lose one of our starters
1: it's a cool face mask and visor.
0: Now that I got to look it up. Because I, I only
1: saw his player profile. Jimmy? Richie, look at uh, Richie's latest tweet on Jets Media. I'll send
0: Let's you a link. I'll, I'll find it. I'll get it real quick. Oh, why am I typing Richie? I got to type in Jets Media. <laughs>
1: All right. He looks like he would be good, but I don't think he's good. Like that's half the right. battle. I feel like you have to look like you're good too. Oh yeah, you got to have a visor. Oh yep, there he is.
0: Yeah, see visor. Visor automatically adds plus ten Madden points. Hundred percent.
1: Yeah, and the like the trips, whatever face mask, the three right there in the front. I don't know, and it, it's aggressive. He looks like that looks like a cornerback. If you were to create a cornerback on Madden, this is what you come up with. Yeah.
0: And then you you have to like earn the stats. <laughs> like this is this is the baseline guy you get, the guy that can't make tackles. You gotta start like uh gotta do something. Gang Green said, We had Gidry. What happened? Maybe this guy, is this guy like a slot corner? Uh, I can't imagine you want Joiner potentially playing slot corner after the way he played safety. No, God,
1: please. No. Um, let me see if I could see how many snaps this guy took. It's got to say that somewhere on here, right? I would think. Oh so. yeah. He did play in this slot. Nah, see, there we go. Okay. Not good, but he did play in the slot. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting.
0: I feel like like I'd be going for like a tackle before I'd be going for like this level of cornerback or like that level of punter. <laughs> like who are you si- This guy signed to like the active roster or is he on the practice squad? And who do we have ever- uh
1: That's a great question. I got to find the tweet. It was It says so Richie says practice squad. Yeah, practice squad. Aaron Wilson says practice squad.
0: See if the Jets say anything as far as like we've added XYZ and released this person. They released who knows. Yeah, I guess it probably doesn't matter all that much. Hopefully it was Ty Johnson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what Stephen's talking about, but he says a hat, a bird, and he spelled pterodactyl wrong.
1: You know how to spell dude. pterodactyl? That's more impressive than anything we've talked about on this show is that you can spell pterodactyl. I'm a dinosaur no guy, dude.
0: I got. Oh, dude, I know there's a P
1: at the beginning of it. A there's a p, p at the, the beginning, p- of p- beginning of pterodactyl? Yes, there is. All right. All right, give me what you think the spelling is. And I'm gonna type it in and see if it hits.
0: I think it's the same spelling, but with a P in front of it. Actually, P- there might not be an E. It might be it might be P-T-R-Y-D-A-C-T-L-Y. Pterodactyl.
1: L-Y or Y-L?
0: Y-L. I have no idea if that's right. I know there's a P. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> because like You're the, close. The, right? The P are, is silent. It's but pterodactyl.
1: Yeah, it's P T E R O D A C. T-Y-L. Okay, so Stephen was I would close. I have never gotten that in a million years. Yeah, he just missed the P, No, He missed an O also, but... And, a, and an O, yeah.
0: Much closer than I would have gotten. I would have had to Google it and then copy and paste it. Mikey Mouse spells it correctly. Psh. Y'all are so smart. See? Mr. DeJesus says, Hell yeah, Aaron Judge, 56 and 57.
1: He's gonna break the Roger Maris's record. He's gonna hit over sixty-one. He's
0: phenomenal. Have you been watching like holes and him getting closer to seven hundred?
1: Yeah, I think it's. It I think it's away? really cool. I hope he gets I think it. it. I hope. Yeah, I hope both of them break the record. That'd be awesome. And I'm not a Yankees fan, but they have to do whatever they can to keep him. I was saying before the season started, yeah. like you just give him whatever he wants, and then he bet on himself, and it paid off. Yeah, he's going to make a shit ton of money. <laughs> he's worth every penny.
0: Yeah, Dude's enormous. Unbelievable. Yeah. Maybe he could play tight end. Right? He probably could. I feel like anyone, once you get to like well, I was gonna say the pros of your sport, but that's probably not always true. Imagine like if our best athletes didn't play basketball and they played football.
1: I mean it's not yeah, a imagine issue. LeBron, LeBron. Yeah, like LeBron is end. a
0: tight end. Six foot, what is he? Seven, six foot eight. Massive. Insane. Shaq as a tackle <laughs> or Shaq as a tight end. Like, holy hell. Oh, yeah. Left tackle. tackle? Foot. That would be insane. <laughs> It'd be absolutely wild. Uh, what else are you guys talking about in here? Greg says he is happy. For Gino, but where was that when he was here? Gino, I feel like it was a between the ears thing for Gino. Like the whole like him getting punched in the mouth like that. Like your quarterback shouldn't be. I don't want to say taking money from someone else, but like he's got to be the leader. (laughs) If you're getting punched in the mouth, like you're clearly
1: not a leader. Like no one does that to the starting quarterback. It's also pretty damning that no one else in that locker room did a damn thing about it that's exactly it like you would think there would
0: be a uproar and it just seemed like they all kind of didn't care <laughs> and then they wound up having like a good season with uh not mccown who the hell was it Fitz, Fitz. there it is <laughs> they all blend uh, together after a while yeah whatever Mikey Mouse says, imagine LeBron playing interior D-line on passing downs and just threw up his hands, can't throw over the middle anymore. Yeah, imagine just like, I, I always like it when someone jumps over the line on a like a field goal. Like as long as you don't touch the lineman, I think you're allowed to just leap over them. I feel like basketball yes. players, like you should just like get like a failed freak athlete and just like you know, just jump, just get tall.
1: Didn't um, Troy Palomalu used to do that stuff all the time, like hop over the line?
0: He would jump over, like, the actual offensive line on a normal defensive, like, front. Like, as soon as it snapped, like, he's over the top, like, tackling the quarterback before
1: he can even hand the ball off to the running back. He was incredible. Now, this is a little off topic, but it's funny and relates to these kinds of things with, like, a an unorthodox, like... Thought process so the there's mm. i used to have an owner charles wong um mm. originally from china i believe but he had a bunch of uh different ideas and obviously this never happened but one of his mm. ideas that he ran by actual hockey people was he wanted to put a sumo wrestler in goal I, why not that would be like, like <laughs> right?
0: t- take up as much space as possible
1: <laughs> i mean I, this is a true story
0: I love it like that. That's the sort of like like it's almost like the replacements where they're like, hey, let's get the two sumo wrestlers. Let's put them as offensive linemen like their job is to push people around. Same idea. Yeah, love it. Take up as much (laughs) as much of that goal as possible. Yeah, just do you think it would work? That's the
1: question. No, no, I don't. They wouldn't be wide enough. There's no way a sumo wrestler is six feet wide, right? no. But they're probably a solid four before pads.
0: Let's see. Yeah, let's let's Google this. Let's see. How wide <laughs> how, how is a sumo is wrestler? A sumo wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> oh, where has this show gone? <laughs> I love it. This is the fun, though, man.
1: I don't, oh, think, so apparent, I don't think it would work.
0: Apparently, a sumo ring is 15 feet wide. Just so you know. Okay uh sumo wrestlers are generally six feet tall 300 plus pounds it's not telling me i want to know wide how wide is someone yeah just get the biggest mother frigger ever yeah just a girthy guy yeah (laughs) just uh a little chode oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh god I love watching the comments pop up when
1: we talk about stupid shit like this. This feels like day three of the draft. I'm, this, I'm sober. They think that I'm drunk. I haven't had one drink tonight.
0: I've had, I've had two.
1: Only Actually, two. that's a lie. I, mean, I did at dinner, but that was hours ago. That don't even count now.
0: That doesn't count.
1: Alex says bacon for goalie. What
0: the hell does that mean? Is
1: bacon a nickname for someone? I don't know. I love bacon. Bacon's delicious. I'm surprised you don't have like an awful bacon take. No. You think I don't like bacon? I don't know. Some of your fast food takes are pretty outlandish. I didn't know. That's ridiculous. I bacon, yeah.
0: I had McDonald's fries yesterday. Uh, so much goat. better than Wendy. So are so much better than Burger King. I was wrong. The goat. I almost texted you. I was like, I was wrong. Hand up. Yeah, that was on me. Yeah, that's okay. I I I can admit defeat. <laughs> 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 1189 Paris says Green Bean is the voice of reason on this panel and he is missing <laughs> yeah Green Bean would I, we gotta ask Green Bean what he thinks about sumo wrestlers in goal I don't think it's crazy that's how
1: we're, that's how we're opening the show next week it doesn't matter what the Jets do they pull off the upset yep. win we're talking about sumo wrestlers in net we gotta talk about the sumo wrestler
0: just yep what do you think Green Bean gotta get your take this was serious <laughs> ah soreless says i had wendy's the other day and it was severely overrated
1: yes preach soreless wendy's Ah, dude
0: i like wendy's i would rather have wendy's i would definitely have rather have wendy's than burger king
1: but there's not many things that i would want to put in my body less than burger king like that's Hmm. bottom tier trash i i would not touch burger king
0: they have a pretty good chicken sandwich. The Chick-King oh. sandwich is is not bad. It's not like my go-to chicken sandwich. Like I still like I like the Wendy's chicken sandwich. I like the well Chick-fil-A obviously, but I haven't oh. had the Popeyes one. I heard the Popeyes one's good. Want to try that?
1: Oh, Oreo has a good question. Put put his up. I just saw it.
0: Real question is wings, bone-in or bone-out? I'm more of a bone-out kind of a guy. So I am definitely it depends what I'm doing, because if I'm going somewhere for actual wings, like I, I went to Buffalo and, you know, I met up with the hashtag sports guys and they were taking me out to. Uh, what's the wing place up there? Famous wing place. Can't even think of it. Obviously getting bone in and you got to eat it the right way, right? You got to have one thing. You get one hand, put it in, twist, pull, take all the meat off in one shot. That way you have one hand to do other stuff with and you have one sloppy hand. That's the way to properly eat a wing. But I really like the boneless wings. I'll have oh, a boneless so you wing. like chicken nuggets? I love chicken nuggets. Chicken tenders. Nuggets, not what so bad. Nuggets, like when, it, when it's like the paste formed, like, like I hate McDonald's nuggets. I, I hate any fast food nugget for the most part. Like Chick-fil-A nugget feels like it's actually chicken, but like... Downstairs in our freezer, I got like a like a bag of chicken tenders. I'll throw it in the
1: air fryer, th- slap some general sauce sauce on it. And I'll eat that. It's delicious. See, I don't I don't want to gatekeep wings, but I feel like they have to be bone in to be called wi- like a wing. Like bone out wings is just chicken nuggets to me. Like well, they, you could say it's fine, like they could be you could say yeah. you like them and they're good, but I just don't I don't think that's it's not a, that's it's not, not considered a wing at that point. Yeah, I think the bone has to be in it for it to be wh- like boneless. That's almost like an oxymoron. I that's fair. I think that makes sense, and I can agree with that. And I like both of them.
0: Are you, now? Do you like hot wings or do you like a different kind of flavor of wing?
1: Um, I don't like super spicy, but I like buffalo sauce. But like a mild buffalo. Mm. Um, I like garlic parm is really good. I had good. a um, it was maple bourbon wings recently, and those Ooh. are really good. I've never had them before. They were at someplace in Wontaw. I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name, but it was very good. So I had
0: boneless wings or uh, chicken nuggets with sauce sauce on them. It was delicious. How was the sauce sauce? It was good. It was It was like a nice tangy so it was like a, so what I heard was it's barbecue sauce mixed with, uh, I think it's Asian zing is the name of the sauce. And okay. that's what sauce sauce is. So if you wanted to make it at home, you could do it. Um, but I would get sauce sauce on other things. I thought it was really good. Would have again. Uh, prolific flair says drums or flats. <laughs> people say drums, uh, people who say drums, I pray for you. When I was a kid, I preferred the drum because I didn't know how to eat the wing. Once, so I actually it took me until I got to college when someone showed me how to properly eat a wing with one hand. And you put it in, you twist the bone, and you pull, and everything comes off. And I was like, "That's that's
1: the only way." I don't need wing. It the proper way then. That, I just I so, like it's like ow. Oh, you know, like, like eat barbarian. the sides of it and
0: then like poke your tongue yeah, through yeah. the middle. <laughs> that's yeah, what yeah, I used yeah.
1: to do all the time, dude. Seriously,
0: the next time you have wings, try it. Hold it by the end. Put the whole thing in. Put your teeth. Scrape the bone and like. Well, you got to twist the end and then pull the bone, and you'll pull all the meat
1: off. Fascinating. First time I did it, I was like, "Bad." There's no way this works. I was like, "Oh I'm my god!" Have to give that a go, but uh, I don't have a pre- hot take. I don't have a preference. I love both drums and flats. Give me either. Yeah, a
0: hot one is uh, the correct answer, or just a. I don't want to say a hot one. A ready one. It's almost yeah. like a beer. Like, what, what kind of beer you like? I like a cold one. That's what I was trying to say. But I guess a hot one doesn't really work <laughs> with the wing when you're talking about hot sauce and spicy and things like that. One that's cooked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, let, let's go here. Why not? Uh, <laughs> Nick Peoples, oh. rank your favorite fruits. fruits. Okay. Uh, strawberry.
1: Strawberry is S tier.
0: Strawberry is elite. I, I do like strawberries. Strawberries are good. I, I, all the berries.
1: Strawberries, blueberries, raspberries. I don't like Shit. blueberries. That's a hot take. Okay. This is really? really weird. Ready for this? Yeah. I don't like regular. I know what you're about to say. But if but you like the things. artificial flavored. Oh, okay. But like a uh, blueberry muffin or like blueberry pancakes. Mm-hmm. I like them, but I don't like a blueberry on its own. I know that's very bizarre, but that's yeah.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. So we had blueberries and raspberries growing up in our garden. So like I used to just eat those off the, like the, the bush or the vine or whatever you, I guess it's, guess it's bush um strawberries are great i love a good chocolate covered strawberry that's delicious Uh, um
1: strawberry a little whipped cream oh baby so good pineapple's good uh pineapple is good
0: i I, like i eat melon
1: right banana yeah i like if Mm -hmm. banana is like it can't be like it's got to be right in that sweet spot. You wait too mm-hmm. long and it's too brown, too mushy. No good. And if it's like mm. hard and like when it's still like a little green, it, it, you have a mm. very small window of opportunity to get a <laughs> right banana. But if you get it in the right spot, that could be done very well. Apples, mm-hmm. same deal. I feel Someone like said it, it tomatoes. Is a, Tomato f- is a vegetable golf. for me, even though I know it's, it's technically a fruit. It It isn't it's put in a regular salad you're not putting tomato in a fruit salad it's in a regular salad for a reason it's a it's a vegetable it it don't know it but it's a vegetable (laughs) king choice
0: ruining our fruit talk all right whatever (laughs) he says uh what do you guys think about the d-line rotations i didn't feel like our best pass rushers were out there enough There were a few situations where Carl Lawson was not out there that I thought was questionable. And I I couldn't give you an exact play because I wasn't mapping it the same way I do when I'm home. But it felt like I should see Carl Lawson, I should see Quinn and Williams, and I should see John Franklin Myers on the field all the time. If you want to rotate in Clemens and, uh, you know, JJ and that sort of stuff, like I'm fine with that. But I feel like your best guys should be on the field most of the time. If you really, if you strongly believe there's going to be a run early on and you want to say, okay, maybe Lawson isn't the best run defender and you want to throw someone else out there, okay. Like, I can understand that. But, like, any type of remote passing
1: down, you got to have your top guys in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I agree with that. I, there wasn't enough for me, like, it wasn't jarring where I was like, oh my God, I can't believe player X isn't on the field. I yeah. thought the defensive line as a whole played well. So it's hard for me to critique that, but I think, and probably cause we were at the game too, but I think we'll have a better mm. idea when, um, we're, you know, we're kind of in our own place watching. On, yeah. Especially if we're
0: winning too. And you can see a little bit more of the pass rush. I think that'll probably help a little bit. Oh, damn. Uh, we are at the end of our show now. Uh, ooh, so Matt, let's go, uh, let's, you know, I didn't, I didn't look at Twitter at all, but let's go to, uh, Let's go to last week's show. Let's pick uh,
1: five okay. commenters
0: from there. We're gonna do a uh, a fast
1: one. get a little giveaway. Yeah. All right. Let's do it.
0: Yeah. Let's do some giveaway action.
1: Five commenters. All right. Let me know when you're ready.
0: All right. Fire away.
1: Lindles J. L i n d l e s J. Okay. Scotty one seven eight. Okay. Tracy one two two eight seven two. I don't know if that's their zip code, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll go champstar Star nine six six nine.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, that person really doesn't like my comment last week about Coke Zero cuz I They thought I seriously... <laughs> now you got to read it. I don't, don't think, think I saw it. that one. This is phenomenal. I have, can I read this? It's a little long. Yes, but I absolutely think we have to read this. You have to. He goes type one diabetic here. So I'm not supposed to drink regular soda like Coke. So thank you very little for calling people like myself trash for having a medical condition acquired midlife through no fault of our own. I wasn't a fan of diet pop either. So it was a really rough. So it was a rough process to have your life turned inside out like that in a millisecond, really low and classless to kick people like that when they're down. Missed the remaining hour and a half of the video because of that statement. You couldn't just say you're not a fan <laughs> of the taste of Coke Zero. You had to go out of your way and call the people that drink it trash. Ha, ha, ha. I guess the joke is on all of us. Laugh it up. <laughs> That's a really aggressive <laughs> Coke Zero comment. Yeah. Um, oh. so well, I think can it's safe Coke to zero say zero that person's spunked. probably... I don't think... I don't. Was that Champstar that said that? Champstar9669. Um, I don't
0: think Champstar is going to be watching this. I don't think... <laughs> No, He's going to end up I'm, realizing he wins a thing if he possibly wins. I,
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say anymore. The internet's a wild place. Ah, whatever. It's okay. And we'll go, we'll go James Thompson as the uh, the last one.
0: James Thompson.
1: You know what? I, I, I do feel like I should get
0: some of the Twitter ones. Let me, Let me see what we got on Twitter. See what's over there see if anyone retweeted it i don't think i even said retweet it today so anyone that retweeted it you get extra brownie points for for reading the bottom of the screen there's a
1: few people on there
0: We got we got 12 or
1: 13 yeah aj spaz says matt's gonna get canceled over coke zero imagine that (laughs) that's that's the take that gets me kicked off the internet I if that's
0: if that's what does it, I'm just gonna laugh and I'm gonna make a shirt about it and then I'll raise money to get you back on the internet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have to make a backup account.
0: <laughs> oh, geez. Uh right, give me a number one through whatever this is, one through twelve.
1: Uh we'll do six right in the middle. Six. All right, J D. JD, you are
0: qualified for a t-shirt. And I got six names here, so we're gonna, let's do that. Let me go back to, uh, all right. Let's do a little bit of odds or evens. Three, two, one. That's five. Lindells, you're gone. Tracy, you're gone. James, Thompson, you're gone. All right. Chat, give us a number, plus three, two, one. We got 10. First number that pops up. 69. <laughs> well, <laughs> the Coke Zero guy won. <laughs> yeah, let's go. I hope, he, I hope he
1: claims it. Nine, six, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I offended you. I didn't really mean that all people who drink Coke Zero are trash. Um, it was a ton- tongue-in-cheek joke. I, I apologize. Um, uh, get the podium. Next time. Get, got, got to pull the podium out. Got to go make a statement now. Yeah. I listen. I, I hold my. I'm gonna hold myself accountable. I I shouldn't. You know, spout off. I was angry that I unfortunately got a Coke Zero when I wanted a nice <laughs> regular Coke, and I said some things I didn't mean. Um, <laughs> I hope you accept my apology. <laughs> Oh, man. dude! I'm
0: really happy you read that comment because I, I totally missed that one. <laughs> that, that, that was amazing. Oh my God. Oh, uh, all right. All right. You know what? We're at the end of our show. <laughs> so Matt, take us home. What you got going on?
1: Uh, new episode of just jets drops tomorrow. We are doing midweek shows. Now it's our first Wednesday episode. We had 26 callers. I couldn't get to everyone. So I, it's going to be a little bit of a longer episode. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully a uh, better effort from the Jets on Sunday.
0: Fingers crossed. Boys and girls, Green Bean, we missed you today. Next week, we got Green Bean back. We're going to have Joe it on from Jets X Factor. We're looking forward to it. Matt, thank you for hanging out tonight. Chat, yeah. thank you for hanging out with us tonight. It's been a lot of fun. This is Jets Talk signing off. J-E-T-S.